All right, boys, what's up? I know you guys are probably surprised because this is the first ever unannounced episode of A Chat with Gailey. How's it going? My name is Marcus Gailey, your host. I'm off work today. It's a nice rainy day here in Pittsburgh, chilling inside. And, you know, what better day to spend an off day or what better way to spend an off day than making a podcast for your boy's pleasure um, we're kind of in a dead period, unfortunately, in the NFL season. However, it seems like some exciting stuff is right around the corner. We got free agency starting tomorrow on the 8th, I believe it is. Um, the combine just kind of is finishing up. And we got the draft about six, seven weeks away, end of April. Um, you know, So some things are around the corner. However, there's been a lot of moves made since the end of the season. So there is some stuff to talk about. And the content on the pod today, what I was thinking of doing, so I made a bunch of notes for it earlier this morning. So I'm calling it almost like a team team analysis pod. It's just like kind of the broad spectrum I'm painting. Um, so what I will be doing, I'll be grading the teams into three tiers, either a rebuilding tier, if that's what your team's doing, fringe, meaning you're somewhere in between, you know, rebuilding, or competing, and then the top, the other tier is contender. So those are the three, you know, categories. Um, I'll then be going over the team's biggest needs as we enter into probably other than the the first one, the first draft, um, the most important draft, just because we are transitioning to full dynasty um, starting this year in 2022. Um, so we'll go team's biggest needs, um, most valuable assets, whether that's player or picks. I'll kind of touch on those. And then the biggest question marks um, for each team, just in my opinion, and it's supposed to be biased, you know, um, I just kind of look through, you know, see what the players did last year, what picks you have, what moves were made, and, you know, it's just all my opinion, but I think that's what makes it fun. We all have differing opinions, um, leads to some good conversation in the group me. But anyways, um, we'll hop right into it. So I just went right down the list. Um, in the league, in the divisions, I just went team by team. So I'll actually kind of pull up the teams as well as we go. So the first team was Tro. And what I'll do for each team, I know not everyone has their starters kind of set, but I'm just going to read who's in the starting lineups at the moment. Um, I'll look down in the bench just if there's one or two more intriguing names. But I'm not going to read off everyone because um, not everyone has dropped their full roster yet so uh Tro starting with him he's obviously a contender um Deshaun Watson in the quarterback spot and then two running backs here Clyde Ezekiel Elliott then receivers go Diggs Chase Zach Ertz DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin that final flex spot is empty but then looking at the bench there's a few people a few interesting pieces like Tony Pollard um Leonard Fournette James Conner um so he's a contender in my opinion, his most valuable assets are his wide receiver room um, with Chase, DJ Moore, Terry, and Diggs. Those are four really good players. Um, you know, I would say that's probably the strength of his team, especially after getting rid of some other pieces along the way. Um, his biggest question mark, though, I have right now for him is uh, quarterback. Um, we don't really know a whole lot about the Deshaun Watson situation yet. He is now the only quarterback on roster for Trow. But, I mean, a lot are going to get dropped into the free agent pool, so I'm assuming he'll take one from there. 
Not a huge deal. It's probably the easiest position to replace. But that's definitely a need if Watson is unable to play this year. And then also running back as well. Just because Zeke's getting a little bit up there. This is, I think, going to be his sixth season. Seeing a slight decline each of the last few years. You know, he's still a pretty good player, obviously. But um, he's kind of trending downward. And then Clyde hasn't really been all that I know Kyb hoped for when he took him with the first rookie pick a couple years ago. That's another question mark. And then we don't really know what Leonard Fournette and James Conner's deal is going to be. I think they're both free agents. So we'll kind of see what's going on there. Um, but yeah, so that's Tro's team. Definitely a contender. Got some really good receivers, couple question marks, but I think they will be easily um, either replaced in the whether it's the free agent draft if he wants to make more trades or the rookie draft. Um, so there's Tro's team moving right down the line, looking at Breezy's team. Um, so I put Breezy right now. He's kind of in between a rebuild and fringe, and the reason I think he's kind of rebuilding is because he traded a lot of his main players from the first two seasons, and he now has five first-round rookie picks the next two seasons. He has one this year and four in 2023. Um, so his biggest needs, in my opinion, are a true wide receiver one. Looking at his team, he has um, Robert Woods, Elijah Moore, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, and down on the bench, um, he's got Timmy P and Kenny Galladay. Now, those are all fantasy-relevant players, but not like a true wide receiver one, like a DeAndre Hopkins, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cut, like players like that. Um, so whether he wants to take one in the draft or, I mean, with one of those four rookie picks next year, that I think is one of his areas of need as well as running back depth, I put. Um, you know, he's got Javante and Chase Edmonds. Other than that, you know, he's got Foreman down here. Um, Chris Carson, we just don't know his his health with that neck injury. Like, we think he's going to be back, but, I mean, there's just no way of knowing until, you know, they get into camp and season and more injury reports start getting leaked to the public. So I think I think that's a fair analysis for his team needs. Um, his most valuable assets right now are, in my opinion, Josh Allen, Javante Williams, and then those four firsts he has next year. One of those is Eric's, so there's a decent chance it's going to be a high pick. Um, he's got four of those, so he can really you know, make a splash in that draft and then immediately put himself back into consideration. Um, his biggest question marks are some of his receivers here. Um, Kenny Galladay, we know, signed that big deal with the Giants, did not score a touchdown last year. Allen Robinson had a super bad year after putting up, I believe he had 1,000 yards um, the year prior. And then Brandon Cooks, who finished wide receiver 20 last year. Pretty good year. I'm not sure what his contract situation is like in Houston. I just know he's been on a ton of teams in his career. He's been, I can think of like five or six he's been on. So he's just been floating around. I don't know if he's staying in Houston or what, but I mean, that's a little bit of a question mark. Probably not as much as the other two, though. Um, so moving on to the third team in that division, Team Clown has Eric Wharton at the helm. Potentially a co-owner um, since he's being sanctioned from what I hear per source. Um, so Eric, oh boy, I'm going to take a sip of coffee before I get into this one. All right, so his biggest needs 
Uh, I put running back and wide receiver just in general. Um, he's got Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders, both who get hurt every year. Um, his receivers, he has A.J. Brown. He's also been hurt the past couple years. Tyler Boyd. Um, and then after that, you're looking at like Nico Collins, A.J. Dillon, Jacoby Myers, Darius Slayton, James Washington, let's not forget. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, not a whole lot of firepower there for Eric outside of a couple people. Um, his most valuable assets are probably Mahomes and Brown, and then he does have a first this year. Really is going to need to hit on hit on that pick to have any kind of relevance or chance of competing this upcoming season. Um, and his biggest question marks are James Washington. Just got a dramatic pause after that one. Uh, and then his flex spots. Um, you know, right now he has two tight ends, so Gesicki and Knox, and then like Collins, A.J. Dillon. His bench down here is Jacoby Myers. So I don't know. He, he traded a lot away. We don't really need to dive into that again. Um, you know, it's been talked about a lot the last several days, so I won't go too deep, but, but yeah, Eric's definitely rebuilding. Um, I, I actually wrote rebuilding slash dumpster fire at the moment. So sorry, Eric, but you know, hopefully you can figure something out. Um, you did come in second a couple years ago, so I don't know how we got to this point, but you know, it is what it is. Mistakes were made. <laughs> um, all right, moving to the final team in that division, Kyve's team, the uh, the defending champ. He's obviously a contender. Um, you know, looking up and down, his team is super strong from top to bottom. Not really a whole lot of needs, like glaring needs at all. The only thing I put was um, maybe a little bit more receiver depth, and I'll kind of get into that as I talk to you talk about biggest question marks, but that's what I put for his biggest need is receiver depth. Um, his strengths are honestly both his running backs and receiver rooms, you know, with Cup and Adams, and then Mixon, Gibson, and now Eckler. Um, and then he does have three free agent ones too um, this year where he can really kind of build out the rest of his roster, fill out a pretty solid bench. You know, just because injuries do happen, people miss time. So it's always important to have people that can rotate in and give you 8 to 14 points rather than, like, 2. <laughs> Especially in a 12-team league with deep benches, you know. Free agent wire during the season is never anything spectacular. So I think those three free agent ones are really going to help Cobb um, kind of bolster his depth. Going to his question marks... I put Gallup just coming off the ACL. You know, everyone everyone heals different. Everyone recovers different. Um, so we don't know what he's going to be like. You know, rehab nowadays is pretty good. So that's not like as devastating of an injury, it seems, um, to come come back from. I see a lot of people doing it. Um, and then a run for a repeat. He was super solid this year. Um it seems like Vegas is is due to take a receiver in the first round again because they lost one in a rather unfortunate scenario. Um, so if they do get another guy, I don't know if that's going to eat into his targets or anything. Um, he's still probably going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be able to have as many catches as he did. But we'll see. You know, it's all speculation at this point. Um, so yeah, moving on to the Mutt division now. 
First team we got up here is AC. His is probably the most interesting one that I reviewed. It's kind of hard to, you know, find a pulse on his team of, you know, what it really is. So I just put him as fringe right now. Um, but it depends on a lot of things. So his uh, biggest needs I put were wide receiver and running back depth due to injury concerns. Like, he has some good backs here, Etienne, Harris, and McCaffrey, and Henderson, but Henderson has missed games in each of his three, two or three seasons. We know McCaffrey has had injury problems. Etienne missed all of, all of last season, obviously. So, um, you know, four good backs here, but again, how many games are they all going to play, you know? Um, as far as his receivers, we know it looks like Amari Cooper might get cut from Dallas. Um, Brandon Ayuk had a really good rookie year, kind of had a sophomore slump. Uh, Marquise Brown is kind of boomer bust, especially in that offense. Um, so I think he could use another receiver or two for sure. Um, looking at his most valuable assets, I put Travis Kelsey and McCaffrey. Uh, Kelsey's probably the best tight end in the NFL. I think you could argue Kittle, but... I would probably take Kelsey. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, um, you know, if he plays a full season, he's not finishing worse than RB3 at the very worst, in my in my opinion. Um, just a matter of if he can stay on the field. And then also, though, uh, biggest question marks, I also have McCaffrey just because he's been hurt for the last two seasons, hasn't played a ton of games. And then Brandon Ayuk as well, you know, he was kind of a pillar of AC's team two years ago. He was really solid, and then last year he kind of kind of stunk it up. So those are probably his two biggest question marks. You know, right now as I see it, um, you know, things obviously change. Whether Cooper gets cut, he could sign with a bad team or something. I don't know. Um, again, interesting team to review. I think there's a lot of you know, moving pieces that could affect the outcome of his season. But he's definitely on the fringe. He's got some good players, and he's been competitive the last two seasons. So, uh, Moving on, let's go to Tuz's team here. Tuz right now is clearly, very clearly, in a rebuild. Um, he has not a whole lot of keepers, unfortunately for him. Uh, but he does have... Five rookie picks this year within the first two rounds. So um, he is trying to bounce back, get some good players. He has, I think, the sixth pick and the tenth pick in the first round. And then pick 7, 10, and 11 in the second round. Um, so that's pretty valuable for him. If he can hit on at least two of those, he could, you know, start to turn things around a little bit. Um his biggest needs I put are honestly really anything. You could say receiver, running backs, or quarterbacks just because, um, you know, not a whole lot of consistency there outside of about five players. Those five players I'm looking at are D-Hop, Tyler Lockett, Jalen Waddell, Dalvin, and maybe Jerry Judy maybe. I don't know. His team is really struggling with depth, so he can kind of go any direction he wants uh, in the drafts. Um, his biggest assets are Waddle and Cook, and then he has, like I mentioned, multiple high rookie picks. And his biggest question mark are, again, the number of keepers and then tight end. Right now he has Conklin and Komet. 
I don't know if he wants either of those to be his um, dynasty tight end moving forward. He might just drop both of them, uh, you know, try again in free agency or if he wants to draft. It's kind of a weak tight end draft, but never know. Could also trade for one. We'll see. Uh, so moving to the next team in that division is Timmons. Uh, I put Timmons right now as a contender. Um, his biggest need is is pretty clearly running back. He's got two right now, Dobbins and Michael Carter. Um, and then down here on the bench, yeah, that, that's about it. So he definitely needs running backs. Um, his strengths, I put, are his – he has – Picks two and three in the rookie draft, Justin Herbert, and then also just a really young team in general, you know, top to bottom looking at it. Herbert, young, Dobbins and Carter, both young. Kyle Pitts is 21 years old. Deontay Johnson is young. Ridley's pretty young. And then even down here is two. Mooney, Amon Ra, and Rondale, all also very young, so... His team has a lot of room for growth. He has a lot of good young players, which I think is valuable in Dynasty. Um, just kind of got to find those last couple backs to you know, bolster his depth, and I think he's sitting in a pretty good spot. Um, his biggest question marks, in my opinion, are Dobbins coming back off the ACL, and we know just in Baltimore system they like to use a lot of backs and also run with the quarterback. So don't really know what we're going to get there, but he should be pretty good. And then Calvin Ridley, too. Like, is he going to play or not? We think so, but, I mean, haven't really heard a whole lot of that about that situation since he left, um, like, halfway through last season. Okay. Final team in the Mutt Division is Himmler. Uh, Himmler, I put, is on rebuild slash fringe because he has some really good players currently on roster already as well as having a lot of high rookie picks. We know he tanked for the first pick. He also has the fourth pick. Um, but looking at his roster here, strengths, um, he has Kyler, Jonathan Taylor, um, and then those two high rookie picks. He also has people like Chris Godwin. Hawkinson is good. Um, so he's got some some positives here on his roster for sure. Um, his biggest needs, in my opinion, Oh, let me see what I put. Uh, I think I put, yeah, a wide receiver and an RB2. So he has Jonathan Taylor. His other running backs, though, are Penny and Barkley. Mm, we don't really know what we're getting with Barkley anymore, unfortunately. Um, and then Rashad Penny, I don't know. He's he's had a really weird NFL career. Did really well last year when he stepped in uh, for Chris Carson. But I don't even know if Himmler thinks he's keeping him yet. I know that's kind of up in the air. Um, Receiver-wise, he has Chris Godwin, who's very good. And then Claypool, Davis, and Bateman um, all kind of have had inconsistent careers up to this point. Uh, Bateman is was only a rookie, but he's in a running offense. I think he showed some promise, but, I mean, Lamar's not the most reliable passing quarterback, so I think his ceiling could somewhat be limited by that. Um and then real quick, uh, his biggest question marks I also put were Bateman, as I just mentioned, and then Barkley. Um, he's just been kind of disappointing, to say the least, since his rookie year. But we'll see. I don't know if he's going to get traded. I know they're kind of open to it or, or what's going on with him. But we'll see. He could always bounce back. He's a pretty special talent. Just, 
you know, hasn't quite panned out since that rookie year. Uh, okay, moving to the final division here. We got Mikey Mack. Uh, I put him as kind of like a top, top fringe guy. So uh, his biggest needs are, in my opinion, running back and receiver depth. He's pretty top-heavy at those positions. Um, so he has like two good running backs, Montgomery Chubb, two good receivers, Jefferson Thielen, and then it kind of falls off a little bit uh, with Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Odell, um, he did he did well now with the Rams, um, so that could be a good keeper for him. None other than that, looking on the bench, like Beasley, Trey Sermon, McKissick. Um, so just a few, adding some depth there, getting like a legit third back and third receiver, I think would go a long way for his already pretty solid team. That's why I think he's kind of like a top fringe guy. Um, his biggest assets, in my opinion, are... Um, Pat Fryermuth now probably going to be the tight end one, get more snaps, and he caught a lot of touchdowns last year, which is super valuable. Um, and then obviously Justin Jefferson and Nick Chubb are – Nick Chubb's probably a top four running back in the NFL. Uh, Justin Jefferson is climbing into top five receiver conversations. So um, he definitely has some really good young pieces. And then his biggest question mark, kind of his flex plays there with Melvin Gordon – don't know if he's going back to Denver. I think he probably will, but who knows? Um, Jarvis Landry, you know, Baker struggled a lot last season. Didn't have a great year. And then Cole Beasley as well. Same thing with, like, Robbie A. So, um, again, just some more depth adds, and I think Mikey Mack will put himself into consideration once again for competing. Uh, moving to Max, I also kind of put Max right there on the fringe. He's got a lot of good players, um, but... And kind of get into his his biggest question marks at the end here, but his uh his biggest need in my opinion is receiver. Um, he has two. He has Pittman and Metcalf who are both solid, and then after that it kind of falls off a little bit. So I think he could definitely add a few receivers. Uh, looking at his biggest strengths, I put his tight end room because having Kittle and Goddard is is awesome because Kittle is very good. Goddard. Um, was probably Jalen Hurts's favorite receiving target. He had a very good year, so having that tandem is uh for a position like tight end where it's kind of hard to find production. He's got two, and he can also play them both at flexes, which I know he did a lot last season. So that's definitely one of the strengths of his team. And then, in my opinion, his biggest question marks are I put Singletary and Mitchell. Um, so Singletary really turned it on as of late. Um, I think it's just a question on whether if he can continue that into next season. And then Mitchell, we know, broke the rookie rushing record for the 49ers. He had an incredible season. But, I don't know, San Fran's weird with backs. It's always like some random guy each year in and out. So, I mean, you would think, and if if you're Max, you would hope that he's able to have another solid year. I personally think he will, but I don't know. They've they've cycled so many backs in the last, like, five years. It's It's just hard to predict what's going to happen year in and year out for them so i think those are his biggest question marks but overall solid team he's got people like camara um swift matt stafford had a good year so um definitely again similar to mikey mack top tier fringe uh moving the team cap here they're definitely a contender um i think their needs are i put a young running back so they have aaron jones king henry 
and Kareem Hunt, all of which are, you know, going into five, six, seven years in the league. All good players, but I think if they can find one either in the rookie draft, I think they have, I don't think they have a first. No, they have a second. They have a high second and then a free agent one. So if they can find one there, um, you know, just to add a little bit of dynasty value, I think that would go a long way for them, especially if they hit on the right one. Um, their most valuable assets are probably Samuel, the newly added Tyree Kill, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's been unstoppable the last three years. We'll see if he can keep it going. And then his biggest question marks, their biggest question marks are Mike Williams and I put Lamar just because last year was the, I think the first year Lamar actually missed multiple games. The way he plays, I'm surprised that last year was the first time this happened, but we'll see if now that turns into a like trending pattern, him missing games. He takes a lot of hits. He runs around a lot, um, but that that's what makes him so good too, but you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens next year with him. And then Mike Williams, very up and down his first few seasons. Last year was a contract year. He had the best year of his career. But as we've seen before, sometimes people, when they know money's on the line, they'll ball out. And then when they get that guaranteed money, foot kind of comes off the gas a little bit and they kind of see a regression. It doesn't happen with everyone, but certainly has happened in the past. So that's that's why I'm putting him as a question mark but overall like their team is definitely definitely a contender especially with Tyreek Hill now they got people like Henry Jones Lamar Samuel Hill CD like they have a very good team so um then the final team is myself um I put myself like similar to Mikey and Max like top fringe slash contender I'm kind of close but you know I'm kind of going for it I made a lot of trades gave away a lot of picks to get good players um so I put my biggest needs are I put running back and tight end more so for depth um looking at my roster here if I can find it what the hell um yeah looking at my roster and I, I have Akers Najee Harris and James Robinson uh you know three pretty good young backs but um you know, Akers had the injury last year. He came back late, um, but we'll see, you know, after another full year of recovery, see if he can bounce back. Um, and then same thing with James Robinson. He also tore his Achilles. He should be back for next year. They're also adding ETN back into the mix. So, you know, if I could snag a fourth back with one of the late rookie picks, if I hit on one, or I think I have two free agent ones, if I can get one there too. Yeah, I do. So... That would be nice. And then tight end, I have Darren Waller um, and also Noah Fant, but probably only going to be able to keep one of the two. So finding a second one I think would be valuable, especially, um, you know, Waller's missed some games with injuries too. So we'll see. Um, Biggest assets I put are Najee Harris, just sheer volume. T. Higgins, young guy, um, had 1,000 yards last year, had a really good season. Those are probably my two biggest assets, or most valuable, I would say. Um, and then my biggest question mark I put is Michael Thomas. You know, when we did this whole thing, he was the fourth pick in the entire draft, which is crazy. Um, hasn't played much the last two years. Still only 27, 28. Definitely has some years left if he can just get healthy and, you know, kind of get back into the swing of things. 
So, oh, he's 29. Doesn't really matter, though. Still has some years left. We'll see if he comes back after the ankle injury um, again. But that's why he's the biggest question mark. He's a really good fantasy player when he plays. Um, we'll see you know, what happens injury-wise with him, though. But, hey, sometimes you got to risk it to get the biscuit. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But that's all I got for the pod today. Um, we'll have definitely some more content to get into, you know, once free agency happens, uh, the draft happens. So we'll have a few more pods here. Coming up in the future, just wanted to get you guys this one today. Um, hope you enjoy listening to it, and we'll talk more soon. All right, see you guys.